I'm Terry Moore, your host, and welcome to season two of the Travel To Podcast, where the travel is all about the anticipation, the preparation, and the satisfaction of it all. And two, well, that's all about creating that vibe. Welcome to the Travel To Podcast. So destination social events are not a new thing, um, but it is something, it's a vacation type that always trends pretty high. Um, The most popular destination social event is probably the destination wedding, of course, but more and more people are choosing to do destination events for all types of occasions. Um, Occasions to include bridal parties, bachelor parties, retirements, and yes, birthdays. And as you know, the Tude and Travel Tude is all about the vibe and creating that vacation vibe. So on this episode, I'm going to talk with Sandy Bird about her recent destination birthday celebration. It was a whole vibe. Hello, Sandy. Welcome to the show. Thank you. So happy to be a part of your podcast today. Looking forward to uh, expressing some ideas for people who want to plan a great, great party, a long distance party, rather a destination party. So I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I'm Um, happy to have you. I I knew since the time that um, I responded to the invite that I was going to want to have you on the show because... Uh, I love the idea. I, you know, have already said that destination events aren't a new thing, um, but it's trending very high. And people, you know, are doing more and more and getting more creative with their destination social events. So, yeah, I'm happy to um, to have you here as well and talk to you about it. So, just tell us, yeah, tell us a little more about yourself and. Uh-huh. Give us some insight into your passion for travel. Okay, sure. Um, Well, first of all, I love, love to travel. And uh, I've been traveling way, way before I retired uh, in 2012 was second, the first time I retired. But I was traveling because as part of my career, it required me to do a lot of traveling. I got to go a lot of places, see a lot of things things and, and and I just enjoyed it. So once I retired, I wanted to continue that mode of travel. I was used to traveling at least four different places a year, uh, two with my job and then two on my own. So I kind of wanted to keep that up. Uh, so I'm pretty much at that speed now that I'm still traveling at least three times a year, sometimes four, but at least three times a year, I, t- I have to go somewhere. Okay. Um, it just enlightens you. It just makes you more um, aware of things that you wouldn't even think about doing or trying food. It's just the cultures. It's just so much to, to embrace when you're traveling. It's just a, it's like a learning tool for you. Mm-hmm. So I do love travel. And uh, 
as far as this party is concerned that I planned, it was a destination party, but I'm the type of person, uh, when I have a party, it has to be different. I don't want to have a party where everybody comes to the house and oh. talks and socializes and sit down and drink a drink and toast. <laughs> it has to be something different. So I thought about it before I um, had this party. Uh, I talked to a couple people and I, oh, that sounds wonderful. I was just putting all these ideas in my head. And um, I said, you know what? I'm going to pull this off now. Mm -hmm. If it comes off as a success, which I think it did, yeah. um, so be it. But I had to try something different. I just couldn't have turned 70 and had the regular routine party where everybody comes to a hall and drinks, dances, and toasts and say happy birthday. I didn't want that. Yeah, I didn't want that. So um, that's a little about me. I, I guess I am a little different when it comes to doing things. And just to give you a little hindsight to that, when I turned 62, I had this big party and everybody was just amazed about that party. It was two parts or three parts. It was a two-part party, basically. They came to my house. We had, it was an all-girls party, first of all. It was all ladies. And um, we had uh, hors d'oeuvres and drinks at my house. Then a bus pulled up and everybody got on the bus, but they didn't know. The bus had a pole on it for everybody to do strip dancing on the pole. Oh. <laughs> and then we went to a casino on the bus, we all had, we took our rum punch and drinks and food on the bus, and we went to a casino out of state and uh, partied there, had a show, saw a show, but those didn't want to gamble, they could go to uh, the show, those that wanted to gamble could do that, and then we all met back up at the lounge at the end and had a toast and sang happy birthday. So it just, I just don't like the routine old parties. I just have, it has to be a little different for me. I but um, this one was really different because it was three days. So it was, a, it was fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. So, um, so no one has to wonder whether you, you know, walk to the beat of the same drum that people are beating. You definitely, you know, step <laughs> out the box and you do things your way. And I absolutely love that. And the fact that you incorporated travel this time into something, um, like a birthday, and then your passion. I mean, to merge those two together is just, you know, an awesome idea. And uh, yeah, so I'm sure that there was a lot that went into it. It's a lot that goes into a party, even if you have it at home. So, um, you know, tell us a little bit about some of the details and about the celebration in general. Okay. Well, um, as you know, but uh, your viewers don't know, I live in Maryland, but I also have a home in South Florida in Fort Lauderdale. So there's when I when I'm down here, there's just like tons of more things to see and do that I wouldn't be able to do up in Maryland. So I said, you know what? I, I know a lot of my friends do like to travel. Oh, and, and I said, Florida's not that far, you know, you can get a flight for under $100 to come down here. So I said, you know what, I'm going to go for it and, you know, ask people, you know. So I did ask a couple of people and they were just so excited to come down here, first of all, because it was like a vacation for them. Most, of, not most, but a lot of my friends did stay longer or come earlier. So it was a vacation a birthday weekend celebration and a relaxation all together tied together with one trip so for one trip 
a family of four took a vacation. A couple of them took vacations. They relaxed after the party and stayed a couple days later and enjoyed themselves over the weekend at a party that they didn't have to pay for. All the entertainment was included. Um, so it was, it was a, it was a lot to take in, but everybody that came to me and said something about the party, they said it was all put together so well that it just flowed because we had one day, the first day, we had two functions going on because people arrive at different times. So I thought to myself, I can't just have a beach party. So suppose somebody doesn't get here to six or seven o'clock. So we had a beach party the first day earlier. And then later we had a pool party yeah. later for those who weren't able to make the beach party. So that was, I mean, they, a lot of people that came late said they were so glad that I had something later because they, their flights didn't get into four o'clock. And so that, that was, was pretty just good day too. one. That, that was, was day, day one. one. Yes. <laughs> that was day one. So by the end of day one, and there was food and drink, drinks at the beach, there was food and uh, drinks at the um, pool party. So by day one, I a lot of the people were already saying, okay, they're feeling it because they were trying to get things in on their own, including what I had planned for them. So day two, People got up and did their thing. They did shopping. They did casino. They did tours. They did uh, a good restaurants that were uh, renowned down here in Fort Lauderdale. So during the day, they had plenty of things to do that would keep them busy. So by Saturday evening, they knew they had to get ready for part two of the party. So here we go again. Part two started at 7 p.m., and people had been, you know, ripping and running all day long, going and trying to see and do things around here in South Florida. So by the time the party came, everybody was like, you know, at this time, they were they were uh, elevated and they were like ready to party. So they came in and I mean, they were ready to party and they celebrated. I mean, they celebrated me. I wasn't expecting as much because normally you hear a lot of complaints, you know. I never, never heard any complaints from my guests when they came to the party. It was like, we're having so much fun, you know? Yeah. So I was happy to hear that. I was really happy to hear that. I it wasn't like they were that. bored or anything. Sorry. I can attest to that. I, so I, so let me say to those who, you know, are listening, I was at the party, okay? I was there, me and my husband for the weekend the friday the saturday and the sunday so you know as sandy is telling us about her celebration i'm just kind of smiling because yeah i know i don't have to think about what it was like i experienced it and it it was it was really great i mean even for the party that saturday evening people came ready you know, I've had parties before and I'll tell people, you know, bring your dancing shoes, make sure you dance and, you know, you hope that people will. Well, it wasn't like that at all. I believe they could have played who knows what and everybody would have been on the floor dancing and it was like that yeah. all night. And so yeah. it really felt great to us because of the pandemic. You know, for like 18 months, we really haven't had that opportunity to just kind of do the things that, like my husband and I, we love to dance. And I think I told you, I was like, oh, don't worry about yeah. us. <laughs> we yeah. are going to help you with the do the party. So, yes, you're right. And no, and, and no complaints. Everything was 
was just very good. But please, you got to tell us about, you know, the special engine. I won't say any more because I'm going to hear from you. So, yeah, for, for each party, I had planned a different entrance. So for the pool party, for the beach party, even the beach party, uh, I always let my guests arrive first. And then I made my entrance. So even for the beach party, um, we did. I did a special entrance. I waited till everybody got to the beach, and then I entered by myself and was embraced with love, hugs from my family, friends. And then it's like the party started. So they like were waiting for me for the pool party. They wouldn't eat until I got there, and uh, I always waited like about twenty minutes after the starting time to arrive. Mm -hmm. to give everybody a chance to get in. Everything was set up. Same thing with the pool party. I'm getting texts. Where are you? We're here waiting. They would not eat until I arrived. So when I arrived in all my grandeur, <laughs> they were like, yay, she's here. You know, yay, she's here. And uh, it was just a, a really touching moment for me just to be embraced with that much love. I was, I mean, I was just it was just an abundance of love, not from just my family, but from my friends as well. Um, they, I, some of them whom I hadn't seen because of the uh, pandemic for over a year. And uh, it was just so much love in the room. And everybody said that too. You know, everybody, if you didn't even know a person, you saw people talking to each other and telling them, you know, what they'd been through and how happy they were to get out and just be amongst people and and sharing the, the joy and the celebration with me. So that made me feel really good. I mean, I really felt good because I thought at one point because of the pandemic and things had started to heighten up again down here in Florida that I was going to, you know, lose a lot of people. And I did not only lost, I think, because we were limited to like 42 people. And I lost about six people at the end, but one, it wasn't all due to the pandemic. Some other matters freaked in too, but I, and I got kind of like, oh goodness, am I going to lose people now? Because, you know, things had kind of quiet down and I was happy. And then right in July, things start to peak again, but it really didn't affect me that much. And my vendors were so cooperative with me. They even gave an allowance because of the hurricane that was pending that may have would have hit South Florida, but thank God it didn't. They said if I had any guests who canceled uh, between Thursday before the party, when they knew about the hurricane, they would refund me some money. So I was like, wow, you know, that was just a blessing for yeah, me because nice. uh, I did have three people at the last minute that said because of the pending weather, and well, four, one lady at the airport, her plane was canceled. So it was four people at the end that couldn't make it because of the pending weather situation. But um, I just feel I was just blessed throughout this uh, process of planning for the party. And I never let things overstress me to the point where I couldn't, you know, move to the next step. I always had like a backup plan. Okay, if this happens, what are you going to do? Just like with the, uh, the beach and the pool, I knew there was a room that we could all gather in if it, if it should rain that day where we could still entertain the guests, have fun, play games, sing. You know, there was a bar there and everything. So I always had like a backup plan. I didn't have to worry about a backup plan for uh, Saturday because all that was indoors. And uh, so the weather just worked well 
the whole weekend for us. We didn't, we may have had a little teeny shower, but it was so brief. Half the people didn't know it had rained. So we were blessed with the weather and uh, we don't have control of the weather. And I realized that only, you know, there's only one person who has control of it. That's God above us. So I, I just said, I'm not going to worry about the weather because I've planned this party for over a year, year and a half. And uh, if it's going to rain, it's going to rain. You right. know, God always works things out. If, if yeah. he closes one door, he'll open another. So right. I wasn't yeah. I wasn't really concerned about that. The only thing I was concerned about was that my guests had a good time <laughs> and, and that everybody had fun. And from what I can gather, I, I mean, I've never had a party where I've had that many people that there were no, no major complaints and little minor things maybe that they worked out amongst themselves or with the hotel that they didn't even have to reach out to me to work things out for them. So I was just like so happy about that. So happy. So the second day, like you said, everybody was pumped up, pumped up, you know? And so by the, th by the second day, by the second day, they were like, they were waiting for my grand entrances. It's like, I didn't really plan all these, but they were waiting for them. They said, we can't wait till tomorrow to see your grand entrance, you know? So it was like, that was a, a, a nice highlight of the weekend to see me arrive at the party. They were all just like waiting for that with their cameras, their phones, you know, and everything to take pictures and then take pictures with me and amongst themselves. Yeah. It was just, it was just a fun fellowship with friends and family. And that's the way I wanted it too. I wanted to include all any family member that wanted to come, kids, young, old, teenagers, anybody that wanted to come, I didn't want to exclude anybody. And I did. And I think even though we had a range of age groups at the party, it all worked out so well. Yes, you wouldn't have known, you know, the kids had their little group and their little party going on. Mm -hmm. You know, friends had their group. They were mingling with people they didn't know from different states, learning different things about what's going on in California, what's going on up in New York. So it was just uh, a ball of fun the whole weekend. I'm just truly amazed how it makes me now want to plan another party because well, this well, went so we're smoothly. Gonna, we're going to get to some of that for sure because I, I definitely have some other questions. So you mentioned <laughs> people getting together, you know, what's going on here, what's going on there. And you did have people come from near and far to help yes. celebrate. So who traveled the furthest? Well, my oldest sister traveled the furthest. She lives in San Diego, uh, California. So she was my traveler who came the furthest. And uh, that I hadn't seen her in several years. So it was in the family. A lot of the family hadn't seen her as well. And uh, it was it was just so much happiness for people that hadn't talked to her or actually had seen her. And she was telling us what's going on out in California, you know, what their restrictions are and everything. So it was a lot of exchange of information that was helpful. And she's a retired nurse. So she also gave her medical point of view to people too, which was really helpful because people have a lot of questions and some of those questions she could answer for you, you know? So she was just a wealth of information. And when people would ask me something, I said, see my sister, she's a retired RN. And she, uh, and then I had a cousin there who is a, who's a retired RN, but she was an instructor as well at Stevenson university. So she taught 
all of this before, right before, and she even taught during the pandemic as well. So she had a wealth of information too for people. So that was great, you know, to have somebody to travel that far for you. Uh, that just shows you, you know, the love in our family. You know, um, she says mm -hmm. she wouldn't miss it, missed it for the world. And she's not a person that runs out and goes to this place and that place during the pandemic. But she said she was traveling because she knew what to do and what not to do on that plane. And when she got to the hotel, she knew how to, you know, handle herself, that she stayed safe. She stayed the social distance. And I heard her tell a couple of people, like, um, put your mask up, put your, like if we saw crowds coming, you know, closer to us, she would say, put your mask up, put your mask up to people. So it was just a fun time for all with respect to, you know, coping with the pandemic, of course, because it's still going on, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that's awesome. I, I knew that, like I said, people came from, you know, different states. Yeah. But yes, as far as California, that that is awesome. So um, you kind of touched on something. I want to go on, but I, I want to circle back just a little bit because you, you kind of gave us, you know, your outlook and your attitude about how things would would roll out, basically. Um, things that are out of your hands are out of your hands, you know, and then you had backup plans. But tell me, because I'm telling you, e management of an event always comes with twists and turns. That's just the way it is. And some you can recover from, some you can't. But um, what would you say was one thing that kind of threatened the success of your event? And how did you okay. overcome it? Good question, because I did have one thing that happened at the third day of the event at the, uh, we had a outing on the Jungle Queen Riverboat, which include a barbecue dinner and a show and, uh, and a cruise to, uh, or in a ram rather, uh, Fort Lauderdale. So I, and let me just, before I even go into that, say I, I had help with this. Uh, I had help with uh, planning a lot of this because we ordered t-shirts for that cruise. That was all done by my daughter-in-law. And I have to give her a shout out because she was just triple amazing. <laughs> she was like, anytime I needed something done, if I didn't have time to do it, I would reach out to her on email, text, and she'd get it done for me. Well, lo and behold, of course, on the last day, when we got to the barbecue, it was 31 of us at that dinner. And we were the largest group on the cruise. There was another group, but they weren't. We were the largest group. And for some reason, they only assigned three waitresses to our table, which means that every 10 person, there was one wait waitress, which is really uh, not proportioned to what we should have been served with. So I called the manager over and I spoke to her and I said, you know, we're not getting served properly. The food's being delayed. And she says, okay. I said, and, and these, we, we need the waitresses to step it up a little because the end of the table was getting their service. But by the time they would get down to the front end of the table, they were out of things. So I kind of put that in my daughter-in-law's hand. Her name is Tanika. I said, Tanika, and I told her what was going on. And she noticed it too. She said, leave it alone. I will take care of it. Well, lo and behold, she did. And the next day I got a phone call from the, it was the Jungle Queen Riverboat, the office. 
I didn't even get, because she told me to call the office. I didn't get a chance to call the office. The next morning, I got a call from the office, from the uh, event coordinator that had spoken to all this time, had spoken to her in planner. And she first thing she did was apologize to me. She apologized for the delay of service for some of, uh, of the people having to miss part of the show because they hadn't been served their dinner yet. And she said to me that she had already been contacted by the manager on site and that I will be getting a 25% refund of the uh, cost that I had paid for serving 31 people. That's a lot of money. So I was like, oh, well, thank you. I didn't get a chance really to say anything to her. She had spoken to the manager who had spoken to my daughter-in-law, Tanika, and they had the whole picture of what happened. And uh, so mm -hmm. I immediately called Tanika and said, thank you so much. Guess what? And I told her, you know, what had transpired. And she was really, you know, happy for me. And um, that was really the biggest hurdle that I felt something needed to be done about that because I had frequented the Jungle Queen Riverboat numerous times. I've never, never encountered anything like that. As a matter of fact, when I had guests here that come visit me in Fort Lauderdale, that's an excursion. If they stay for a weekend, believe me, we're going to go to the Jungle Queen Riverboat one evening because it's a, it's, it's a thing that people are not used to doing. You get off that boat, you get a great tour. There's a, um, animal exhibit for the kids to see, um, there's good mm -hmm. food, and there's entertainment. Yeah. So for, oh, you yeah. get all of that in one package. So whenever someone visits me, I'm, that's where I normally take them. So for me, I didn't have to get it recommended by anyone because I'd been there myself several times. So mm -hmm. I had never encountered that. But of course, I've never been with a group that large. I think the most that had went with me was six people. But Mm -hmm. It was all resolved, and I, I felt happy about it, and I didn't want to get really upset about it, so I just got up and went to Tanika and whispered to her, could you handle this because I need to get outside to see the show and be with my guests, and she did, and I thanked her so much, but that was the biggest hurdle that we had, and I think what it was, they were short-staffed because the manager did say she she tried to give me more um waitresses but she didn't have any more to send over to my table because they did have right. a that it was pretty full it was the boat was pretty full that day when we went on and um, yeah it was yeah it was mm -hmm. pretty full mm -hmm. so I mean I understand but she should have I, I mean even if I think when the other waitresses finished with their smaller groups maybe they could have been assigned to our table to help out because when we left when I left all the other tables had cleared out so therefore, they had been served and ate and were finished. So there were waitresses at that point around to come over and help us. But we we never got any more additional waitresses. We had the same three the entire time. Yeah. Well, I can uh, I can say again because I was there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that there were some challenges mm -hmm. um, as there always are, and it sounds like. Tanika, who I'm very happy to know as well. I think she's everything you just described her to be very phenomenal. And um, so it wasn't a deal breaker. I mean, it was, it was some slower service, but it wasn't anything that you couldn't experience in a given time. So yes. with that said, it, it's still, everything still went off well. The place is very nice. You know, it really is. I got a couple of mosquito bites, but yeah, you know, that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So if that was 
the biggest twisty turn obstacle that you had to overcome, yeah. I would say you, you made out just fine. Right. Just for, fine. Yeah. For, for three separate events, or really four separate events that I had, that was the biggest challenge and the biggest obstacle. And for, for having four different events and that be the only one, and then to be compensated for it, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think I could ask for anything more. Because you know something's going to go wrong. Right. Something's going to yeah. go wrong. There's, and there's, that was yeah. the thing that went wrong. Yeah, yeah. That, that is event planning in a nutshell. It does happen. So right. let's give us a quick recap of the four, the three days and the four events, because I want people to okay. have a clear, you know, vision of how this flows. So, you okay. know, give us that. All right. So I had a three-day event, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. There was lodging that was right in the center of these events. They were walking distance. So no one had to rent a car unless they wanted to. What? You stayed at the Bihamar uh, Resort. And you walked, literally, I would say maybe 50 steps or, yeah, 50 steps across a bridge to the beach. Mm -hmm. So there you're at the beach. Then uh, the pool, of course, the pool party, same night, Friday, after you left the beach, came back to your room, changed up if you wanted to. You went upstairs on the rooftop beach. There's another party. There were games, bars, a bar up there, a game room. There was a lounge area, indoor and outdoor to sit and relax and enjoy yourself. Um, That was Friday. So Friday, you did two things, and both of them were in walking distance. Nobody could complain that they had to walk too far. It was too hot to walk far. Saturday, you got up, did your own thing. That was a free day. Did whatever you wanted to do and met back at your resort there if if you chose to stay at that resort. And again, got dressed and footsteps, literally, an elevator down to uh, the second floor took you right to the main ballroom. Yes. So that's where you had your party at, right there at the main ballroom. Everything was there. The drinks were included. You didn't have to leave that room for anything except the restroom. Everything was right in the room. It wasn't a buffet. It was a sit-down dinner, and you were served at desserts, dinner, and the bar was right in the room. So you weren't with other guests. The guests that were there were just like, it was, I think I ended up with 32 people that were in that room, which was a room fit for 60 people. So there was plenty of sit down space, dancing space, food. You were not on top of anyone unless you wanted to be close to someone. Yeah. <laughs> so we, yeah, we, we did it that way. I asked for the largest room, even though I knew I wasn't going to have 50 guests. But since I'd asked for it early on, it was already reserved for me. Uh, so that was a good thing. Then the next day, uh, Sunday, there was a, that was the day of the boat ride, which was literally, I would say maybe 30, 40 steps away from the resort. Again, the marina sits right next to this resort. The yeah. boat pulls into the marina and you board the boat right there, brings you back. So I was trying to make everything as, convenient as I could for my guests. And that's why I chose that resort. I didn't have any complaints from 
guests about that resort, they're in the process of even more modernizing it than what it already is. They've updated a lot in that resort because that resort's been around and it's been there a long time. But it, it's the tunnel of the, I'm sorry, the crosswalk, that's the newest addition that they've added. So you don't even have to go on the street to get to the beach. You just go through this crosswalk attached to the beach and the hotel, if you had children, you didn't have to worry about them in the street. You're in a crosswalk, walk down a few, across the crosswalk, few steps, and you're on the beach. Yeah. So I was trying to find something that was convenient, close by. I didn't want people to go through additional expenses of, you know, renting a car or having to get an Uber to go here and to go there. Everything I wanted to be right on point that you didn't have to have any additional transportation. And even the airport was only, uh, I believe people were telling me it was like a 10 minute ride. It's supposed to be like a 50, it's a 10 minute ride from the airport. So it wasn't like you were paying uh, astronomical costs to go to and from the airport. My goal in, in making this happen was, I wanted things to be convenient, cheap, and have a good time and good food for everybody. So, and I think I, I ended up with those results as well. You definitely, um, like you said, you're gonna... you definitely achieved your goals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was my goal. And uh, I, I had yet have yet to have anybody to say that they didn't, you know, have a good time and or complain about it. the airport was too far or the beach was too far. Nobody complained about it. even breakfast. If you didn't want to have breakfast at the hotel. Walk over to the beach, a down two blocks. There were loads of restaurants you yeah. could get food from. So that was my goal, just to make it convenient and make everybody have a good time all in one. Yep, you're and you're absolutely right that you did that. I mm -hmm. remember um, on Sunday when it was time for the boat. I was like, well, I said so everybody should you know get their own Uber to get to the place. And you were like, no, you just walk right down the road. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so you know, it was you. You definitely made it convenient. Everything was very well contained, and um, and with all the activities you had, you didn't feel like you needed to find things to do or anything like that because you really had a great, you know, itinerary and even with the free time, you know, built in. And I, I you know, I said this to some of my friends, I said, oh my goodness. I said, she makes 70 look so easy. Because, <laughs> Thank you. Um, and you know, I spent my free time resting. <laughs> I said, I had, to, I had to try to keep up. <laughs> Yeah, so definitely. So, so this is my big question as we, you know, start to wrap this up. Uh -huh. uh, have you even thought about, you know, well, let me ask you this first. What for you personally was the highlight of your celebration? I know you may have touched on, you know, something, but if you had to narrow it down to, to one thing that you would say made it all worthwhile. What was your personal highlight? Um, I guess my personal highlight was having my um, my sisters there and my grandkids there. Uh, I knew my kids were coming, but you know, when people live distances, you wonder whether they're going to come or not. You know, so my highlight was for me was having my family members there. That, you know, and they they all pitched in and helped, 
you know, my even my oldest sister, I said, you don't have to do anything. She wanted to do something, you know. Well, let me go up and grab the table so when people, the guests come, we'll have a group of tables. I mean, she wanted to help. Um, but I that was really the highlight for me. It, it was just the love mm-hmm. of my family being all there, everybody who hadn't seen each other in years, um, mingling, socializing, and enjoying each other. That yeah. was the highlight of that party for me. It was it was sort of like a birthday party and reunion all in one. Nice. All in one. Nice. Because, of course, you don't see even family members. You may not see family members even with COVID in a year, but we hadn't seen family members in five years, three years. So nice. it was it was it was a great feeling to see everybody like that at one time. That's nice. Well, I can yeah. I can certainly see how that would would be your highlight for sure. That was my highlight to see everybody enjoying themselves. I mean, I had granddaughter that some people hadn't even seen. She's six, and some people hadn't seen her since maybe oh. she was one or two. So that was a highlight for me because you know people were just amazed at how everybody had grew up, and they weren't little kids anymore. They were preteens, teens, and mm. that was that was really just a highlight for me. And it was just so much love. Uh, amongst everybody, you know, they just, everybody, even people that didn't know each other yes. became friends before the end. Oh, I'm, I've got her number. I'm going to call her, you know, oh, when nice. I go here, I'm going to call her. And then I have uh, friends that live in different places, different parts of Maryland. So that was good too, you know, um, to say, oh, well, if you give another trip, you know, I have people that want to reach out to you yeah. to say, I'm, make sure you give me Miss Terry's car, yeah. you know? It was like, it was just so much camaraderie. It, yeah. it really was. It was a lot of camaraderie there. And uh, that was a good feeling because normally you leave a party, you don't even know half the people who were there. Yeah. You don't know what they do, where they I live. Mean, I don't think that was the case at my party. Right. People knew where people came from. People knew that you were a travel agent. <laughs> people knew that my sister came from California. Yeah. People knew, you know, just knew different things about people, mm-hmm. which made it all the better. You know, I have a girlfriend that sells jewelry. Somebody asked me, would you get me her card? I, I remember yes. her name, but mm-hmm. I didn't get a card. So would you get me her card? Saying, sure, you know. So it was like, you can tell there was a lot of camaraderie and love in yes. that group because people were asking me to get information from different people. Mm-hmm. So I, and I enjoyed that. I mean, that made my day to know mm-hmm. everybody was mingling and socializing and knowing what everybody did you know um for a living or if they were retired they knew that if they had a business they knew that so that that was a good feeling that was that was part of a highlight too to Mm -hmm. see that I wasn't I mean I just wasn't expecting that I really wasn't because you have people getting their little um clicks and Mm -hmm. that you know everybody at that table well we're from maryland we're gonna stay at this table (laughs) but that was not the case at all (laughs) that was not the case at all yeah that was not the case so tell us um i don't know if you even thought you know this far or and but knowing you you probably have but do you have any plans that you would even consider sharing a little bit for that next signature birthday (laughs) Well, I, I I I have given it a little thought. And um I know that I want to again go out of state um okay. for my for my next party. I don't know when it's going to be. Everybody's asking me already. I said, there will be <laughs> another party, God willing. Mm-hmm. And if he blesses me, I will have another party. And it will not be in a house 
but it will be off-site somewhere and it will not be in Maryland. Now, I may not be back down here in Florida. I'm not going to say that, but I know it probably won't be in Maryland. It won't. I'm telling you, it won't be in Maryland. So there will be travel. It will be travel involved in, in the next uh, venture for my party. Yes. Right. Yes. So you'll, you'll be uh, bringing back the birthday and travel passions and, and marrying them together yes. again. So they will be. I will yeah. definitely do travel with the birthday. And I think people are... You know, a lot of people now, anyway, people I know, they, instead of having these big birthday bashes, oh, for my birthday, I'm taking a cruise. Or, oh, for my birthday, I'm going up to New York for the weekend. Or, oh, for my birthday, I'm going to Hawaii. So people are starting to do that. So why not combine and merge the two where you're having yeah. a birthday party and a vacation with your friends? And that's, yeah. that's the way, or, and family, that's the way I'm looking at this, you know? So if you give people enough notice, even if you're giving a trip and it may cost them a little bit uh, for some things to be included, uh, like their airfare, they were willing to pay the airfare, you know, because everything, once yeah. they got to the destination was all inclusive, was all yeah. inclusive. Yeah. So you didn't pay for anything. Mm -hmm. But your airfare and wherever you stayed, that's what you paid for. But all your entertainment, socialization, parties, drinks, that was all included. So I think that's a um, that's a ticket to get people to come out the house, enjoy themselves. Just like, oh, we're going to make a vacation of this. And I had plenty of people that came ahead of the date of the party. And I had people to stay. Well, matter of fact, I had people to stay until yesterday. My last group left, wow. no, this morning, I'm sorry. I went out to dinner with people yesterday who were leaving this morning. So I think that, I think that's the last of the people from the party. But um, yeah, I had people come a week before, at, early as a week before and stay until uh, this morning. Yep. So oh, that just nice. says people had a good time to stay that long. Yeah. Yes. yes. They made a vacation. They made a vacation. Yeah. Yeah. So Traveltude is all about the preparation, the anticipation, and the ultimate satisfaction of your travel experience. I mean, that's what I've created Traveltude to be. Um, it's also very much about creating a vibe. Um, so give me two words that describes your Traveltude as it kind of relates to your destination birthday celebration. Uh, I would say uh, the two words for me would be um, exclusivity, because I wanted to include everybody in everything. And the other one would be uh, satisfaction, to have general satisfaction for my guests, not just for a certain group, certain age group, just that make sure that everybody was in, included in everything that I did throughout the weekend and to make sure they were all satisfied. So, and I think I met those two, two definitions as well in, in my group, yes. I agree. And so thank you for sharing your travel through with us. And I'm gonna add a word even though it's your travel to, I'm still going to add a word <laughs> to real. it. And I'm going to add the word fabulous. Oh, you. That's what you were from Friday to Sunday. I thank mean, you. again, I had to do some hashtag 
goals when it came to your fabulous 70th celebration. Thank so you, you so much. You did it your way. I did. It was, Thank you it was so much. Nice. Yeah, that means a lot. Yes. Nice. Yes. And so thank Sandy, you for joining I, us as well. Yeah. And traveling oh, with yeah. you during that, that journey. It's my pleasure. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. you're a valued client, of course. But, you know, one of the things about Far More Travel that I, you know, will say in a minute is that there are so many examples of clients, and I put that in quotes, who become friends. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. know, they're friends and they become like family. And, right. and that's what I love about what I do. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Wow. So, Sandy, I want to thank you for joining us today and to talk about your fabulous destination birthday celebration that was full of love and satisfaction and all the things you wanted. And just thank you for sharing with us. Thank you. You are so welcome. in to the travel to podcast join me on tuesday september 7th for the final episode of season two now you know there's going to be plenty of travel to to share tune in to your favorite streaming service to ensure you never miss an episode of the travel to podcast and you can always listen to the episodes on my website www farmoretravels.com that's F-A-R-M-O-O-R-E travels with an S dot com the Travel to private Facebook group is still buzzing and people are sharing their travel experiences they share their pictures and their travel tips from their summer vacations so hop on over to Facebook and join the private Travel to group today until next time Enjoy your travels, be safe, and make sure you carry plenty of travel to.